after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to our latest episode of All American Mad City. Things got so heated this episode and we are super stoked to talk about it. So we are going to get right into it. Before we do, (laughs) I'm your host, Amina Wahab. And to my right, I am Sierra Chanel. And we are still missing Angelo and Chris tonight, but they will be here with us next week. Um, And we're just going to get right into it. What are your overall thoughts of what happened in this week's episode? My overall thoughts, there were a lot of red flags, like we were talking about. I feel like everything is kind of coming together for a lot of the characters, but at the same time, I feel like some things are going to really start to pivot. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Yeah, I know, like, for me at least... Like, every time something would happen, mm-hmm. my facial expression was so dramatic yeah. where I would be like, oh, like, what? And I feel like this was one of the very rare episodes where I would keep predicting things out loud with you, and I was like, this is what's we gonna lo- happen. We love a good prediction. Yeah, we really do. I think it was, it was fun. It was, it I was. feel like it was, like, there was just so much going on, and it felt like it finally touched on issues in a more tangible way for me, at totally. least. So I guess, like, the one way that it did that was just the theme of, like, you know, Black Lives Matter, police brutality, yeah. all these things that we hear about in the news that we see on social media, but that don't get talked about a lot in the media when it comes to television and film. Yeah. There's not a lot of that right now, and I think it's so awesome that they were able to do this on the CW, mm-hmm. because oftentimes, like, CW, they're known for, like, their superhero shows, they're known for like, all of the teen romance, like, a lot of the high school stuff, Mm -hmm. and this still fits within that framework, but it adds something so much extra to it, and it also, um, it's not so black and white, like, the characters are Mm multi-dimensional, um, and there's just, like, so much there. So, uh, let's talk about the very beginning of the episode, where we see Layla and Spencer, and they're kind of talking about this whole thing about being relationship official, and when they're gonna announce it, and if people already know... And it's kind of a major theme throughout the entire episode. It's so, I don't know, I feel like it's so interesting, especially with people our age. Like, you want to keep your relationship private and you want to sac- or make sure that it's sacred with you and your partner. But at the same time, like, we have social media and we want to, like, show off our partner and do all these extra things. So, I don't know, it's like, it's so, we talk about, like, them being in high school and actually acting like high schoolers. And this was one of the moments in the show where I actually felt like they were in high school where... She's like, you know what? I'm ready to start telling people. I don't want to keep this a secret. And she's like, I just want you to know, like, we will tell everyone at some point. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I I love that they had that conversation because it's still pretty early on in their relationship. But it's I'm kind of interested to see, like, if Spencer does want them to, like, completely be mm-hmm. out with their relationship or what happens with that. Was there social media around when you were in high school? Because when I was in high school, I know Facebook? it was... It wasn't until, like, junior year of high school that Facebook was a thing. Because Facebook, it was a thing, but no one was really on it. It was, like, all about MySpace. And the whole thing about relationship official wasn't that 
you know, prominent when I was That's in high true. school because I'm 27 years old. So yeah. I almost feel like we're in a new age where it's so important. And I just wonder how that affects high school kids now when everybody yeah. knows your business and there's not as much privacy as there was, I guess, when we were kids because we're not yeah. old, but just the fact that we weren't plugged in 24-7 in the same way. Like, you go home, yeah. you go back to school, we have cell phones, but... You don't know what everyone's up to every hour of the day. And it's like your social media kind of validates your relationship. And then in addition to that, it just adds all this extra pressure of what your relationship is supposed to be like. You can see other people, mm -hmm. how they are in their relationships. And it's kind of like easier to be jealous of other relationships. And yeah, it's a whole mess. Social media, it's great, but it can be toxic. Do you think that there's going to be a lot of toxicity surrounding Layla and Spencer? Or do you like the way things were handled in this week's episode? Because there's a lot of mean girls, politics involved. She hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Topped off at the end of the episode, which I loved. I loved. I don't know. I feel like they're kind of just taking it day by day, but I definitely think that Layla is insecure about the relationship that she has with Spencer. I think Spencer is, like, giving her enough affirmation and always telling her everything's fine. Like, I think they love each other, but we're not diving into that. <laughs> But um, you can tell that Layla's not completely confident in the relationship they have. Because she asks at the end, she's like, do you think that, like, our worlds are too different? He's like, I'm not even thinking about that. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a point where he's like, okay, maybe you brought up something that I should have been thinking about at the beginning. You know? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, and also, like, things are getting a lot trickier within their mm -hmm. relationship. I feel like, you know, just like in life, when you're in a relationship, there are so many things you have to overcome together because different things are being thrown at you. Totally. And it's not just about yourself anymore. Mm -hmm. It's about you and the other person. So even, like, everything that has, everything has consequences for the both of you at a certain point. Mm -hmm. And it just becomes trickier because when one person makes a decision, it affects both of you. It's, totally. It's not even about just you anymore. It's a team. And... Yeah. I guess, like, there was so much going on in this week's episode where... There was not, a lot going on. Like, like, not only were there, like, mean girls politics with the mm -hmm. girls, like, kind of threatening Layla's position as student body president, mm -hmm. but there was also the dynamic of Kia, the ex-girlfriend, being reintroduced into the picture. This is actually the first time we see her yeah. in the show, um, but we see Kia and we're just... Both of us, like, just fell in love with her I we from the get-go. I love Kia. Why, though? Because I know, I can speak for myself, I loved Kia, and I, like, took off my headset when we were watching the show, <laughs> and I was like, like, I know this is so bad, but I just want him to be with we Kia love right now. Well, it's like, but Spencer why? is this, like, not misunderstood, but he's constantly this fish-out-of-water character. It doesn't matter if it's in, uh, like, his hometown or if it's in Beverly Hills. He's constantly feeling like he doesn't fit in. He's constantly feeling like no one completely understands him. Mm -hmm. And he still kind of has that relationship with Layla a little bit, but then Kia comes in and it's just, like, an extension of himself. Like, he is <laughs> his own, like, best version of himself. He's so happy. Yeah. It's so natural. And it was so, other than his mom, obviously, it was so great to see him 
connect with someone just so naturally. I'm acting like these are real people, but like, it was great. I love her. I feel the same exact way. Like anytime I'm looking at this show, like there are parts that I legitimately start getting anxiety. And I even told no, you, I was literally like, today. oh my God, like I'm watching this and I'm acting as if it's real when it's not real. <laughs> and you're like, but it is real. And I'm like, it, it is like, yeah. this, there are like so many things that are going on right now, but it's, we're so invested in the characters where we just want what's best for them. And mm. even when it comes to something like a relationship, like, you can't tell someone who's best for you. Like, it's up to that person to decide yeah. what they want in their life. Life And what's so interesting is that if you just take Layla and Kia, you see two really amazing individuals, and for different reasons. And it's interesting that we, like, automatically kind of pin them up against... I was like, mm, yeah. I like Layla better. No, I like Kia, bit, or Kia better, and it's kind of sad that we... And, you know, it's so... That. It's so hypocritical in a way because mm. here I am looking at Layla and saying why would you compare yourself to this girl like stop yeah. being so insecure but at the same time as an outside observer yeah. I'm looking at both of them and comparing them side yes. by side <laughs> trying to determine who is better for Spencer the yeah. same way that Kia or the same way that Layla is doing and that's so like it's just not empowering at all and it's not conducive to the relationship to, yeah. to think that way to think like oh this person is X, Y, and Z, well, yeah. you're still great the way you are. And I love how the way she framed her question, the way Layla framed her question, it wasn't like, it came from a place of kind of like, she said, are we a good fit? Not like, am I good yeah. enough for you? But are we a good fit? And I think that or was like, the insecurity. Or like, are you into this? Or like, yeah. do you think this is actually going to work? Or do, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that was like such an interesting distinction yeah. she made because it wasn't like am I good enough for you it's like no I feel like she knows that she's great but she sees someone who's so passionate about their community and yeah. for her just like how you said Spencer was a fish out of water Layla is a fish out of water when mm -hmm. she goes to that community and still in Beverly Hills she still feels like a fish out of water I mean she was like in that community and someone pulled out a gun mm -hmm. like I can totally understand why she started to feel that because I feel like this whole time she's been like, oh, we're young, we're falling in love, this is all so amazing. And then she kind of had this moment that just shook her where she was like, oh, this is literally nothing that I'm used to, you right. know? How do you think she handled it, though? How did she cope with everything? I think she, I think she handled it, she handled it abnormally well. Like, she she saw it good and she was completely fine. Well, she wasn't completely fine, but she was not, like... Not just that part, but even the, like, when Olivia's with her at the rally and she's looking over and... Olivia's like, stop staring at Kia. Okay, like, what are you doing? Olivia. Like, stop it. Before she even said that, I was like, oh my god, she's staring. She literally was just like... And I feel like you can't help it, though. But it's like, I don't know, you put yourself in that situation when you're a young girl and you like a guy. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. this is probably her second, what, relationship? I am taking this too far. Like, it's way too real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's probably like her second relationship ever and she thinks she's falling in love and... I think that's completely natural, especially at that age, to kind of have these feelings of confusion and for them to maybe kind right. of manifest into something that's not necessarily as positive. But she has Spencer who, like, calms her down and is kind of like, everything's fine, mm -hmm. I rock with you, I think you're awesome, and just kind of moves the boat going, moves the boat along, keeps it going. See where all the little fish all the are, little fish. and then the, they're out of the water, but in the boat, <laughs> the fish out of the exactly. water. Exactly, exactly. It works out perfectly. But um, I loved like Spencer has such an amazing way of 
reassuring Layla in a way that's so authentic, where he's not just like, I love you, baby, I love you, but it's more like, he reassures her with honesty. When he said, Layla, that's what I love about you, is the fact that you bring something totally different to the I, table. I, I, my eyes are watering. Yeah, because it's just like, where, like, give me where a dream guy. No, give literally. Me this, give me Spencer. Because yeah. his maturity and his ability to articulate his feelings yeah. in a way where he can communicate so effectively, mm-hmm. romantically, and poetically is just unsurpassable in my, my eyes. And, like, everything he says and everything he does is with intention. Mm-hmm. Even at the end of the episode when his mom was like, don't ever do that again, but I'm so proud of you. He was like, I didn't get enough signatures. Like, he's so prideful. He Everything is with intention. He's so passionate about everything that he's doing. And that shows in his relationship, too. Like, he is in this relationship with intention. He's so passionate about it. He has so much pride in this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, oh, my God. I have been saying from day one that I love Spencer, so I'm happy that we're all um, coming around. We're all on the same page right now. We never, no one ever said we didn't. Write about that in the chat. I'm looking at it right now. We we never said we didn't love Spencer. All of us pretty much do. Um, And if you don't, give us legitimate reasons why in the chat. In the chat below. I'm handling the Um, chat tonight. Yeah, but I do. I do also want to say that. you know, let's talk a little bit about the relationship between Kia and Spencer because mm-hmm. we kept, we assumed, both of us, that yeah. Spencer broke it off with Kia for some reason. Yeah. Um, when in reality, Kia was the one who broke it off with Spencer. And mm-hmm. the reason she did that was because she stated that, um, you know, he he didn't understand how important activism was to her. And he was so immersed in the world of football and he never went to a single rally that she wanted him to come to. Mm-hmm. Is it important to support your partner by being fully involved in their in their world? So, for example, if someone is an activist, is it important to go to every one of their events? If they're a football player, is it important to go and support them at every one of their games? If it's not something that you're interested in, like, I is think, it important yeah. to have your interests match, like... Kind of like 100%? I mentioned this, Maria told us this at one of the summits, like, you should be invested in love other people, but not to the point where it, like, wrecks yourself or, like, destroys, like, what you're doing. So, obviously, if you get to that point, like, you're probably taking it a little bit too far, but I think that's so important to have, especially different interests and different (laughs) passions and different hobbies, that way you're more excited to see them like fulfill those dreams or fulfill those ambitions or whatever it might be um and yeah I don't I think that's great I think it's amazing how frustrating do you think it is for Kia to witness Spencer be the man she's always wanted him to become see I don't I feel like every mom kind of puts this in their daughter's head maybe it's just my mom hey mom but like (laughs) it there's nothing worse than shaping a man, oh. and then mm-hmm. him, like, mm-hmm. getting it together, and then moving on, and, like, being that ideal, perfect version of himself with someone else, you know, and it's eh, a little triggering for me. Yeah, no. It hit home a little <laughs> bit for me. <laughs> no, I, I hear a lot of women complain about this, like, mm-hmm. oh, I basically took care of this guy, yeah. and, like, he is now the person I wanted him to be with somebody else, yeah. and that's super frustrating, and I think that's the goal for us as women, is oftentimes we are so nurturing that we want to take care of people and your partner is not your child and i'm going to say that one more time your partner is not your child as much as you want to take care of them you take care of them as an equal 
not as someone who needs to be babied or spoiled or pampered. <laughs> and I think it's something that, like, I struggle me. with is because sometimes <gasps> I see someone and I'm like, oh my god, they're sad. Let me help. Yeah. Or like, oh, like. It's the cancer in you. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be that. It's yeah. gotta be the fact that I'm a, I'm a cancer crab and I'm nurturing. But yeah, it's, it's just kind of like there needs to be a fine line between like taking care of someone as an equal versus taking care of them as your child. Yeah. Um, but I do, you know, I do really like Spencer with both of them. I just see totally I different lives. Kia is not even, like, talking to him romantically. We're like, ugh, yeah. he has a hard decision to make. Like, I feel like it? she's still looking at him a certain way. Like, now she her is. eyes, she has hearts in her eyes now that she sees a different side of Spencer. And yeah. he's taken an interest to his community now. And not to say that he never has. It's just he wasn't involved in the activism part. I think he's always cared. But mm. I love what he said about things being put into perspective once he went to Beverly Hills High mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're in a certain situation you can only see things from your perspective totally. and it's not until you step out of that that city literally or step out of whatever your way of thinking is and come over here mm-hmm. where you can see something from a totally different angle and then yeah. finally have perspective so in a way moving to Beverly Hills was a blessing for Spencer oh totally in multiple yeah. ways I think and and let's talk about you know the rally that he wanted to put together because he talks about how uh, he wants to he wants to put together this rally and uh, he gets this idea and this light bulb moment when he's in the park and he sees gang members walking around mm-hmm. and he feels threatened and he's so concerned for the well-being of his little brother and for the children of the community yeah and uh, yeah <laughs> yeah try not to be too ex- I know. excited right now. <laughs> And he's so, you know, he's so passionate about that. He loves Um, the kids. He loves the kids. He really does. And there's so much to love about them. And Mm -hmm. and this is so important to him. So he wants there to be an ordinance that passes saying that no gang members can be in that vicinity of the Mm -hmm. park. Because he wants that to be a safe space where kids can play without any worry that violence is going to ensue. ensue. But, um... What do you think about that? Because there are two sides to every story, and there's, I want to say, a legitimate reason for why there's so much pushback by the ex-gang members and the current gang members. So let's talk about it. I think both of them were, they both are still in the gang, I think, and some Mm -hmm. are just, like, a little bit more youthful and uh, just doing some other things. But, yeah, I mean, Spencer totally has amazing intentions, and I think what he wanted to do was great and I think most of the people in the community thought that but at the same time I totally understand the other side of that where this community does not want police to come unnecessarily and to be there to kind of facilitate their way of living because that's never been a relationship that they've had with a place that's been good you know Mm -hmm. so I I totally get both perspectives and I think it's a really tricky topic because as you can see in the episode, everyone kind of feels a different way about it. It and is a super tricky situation. Yeah. And I know me, like, from my limited perspective, my first, like, gut instinct was, I don't understand why they couldn't just have security there. Yeah. Or, like, and, and then my mind went to police there. And the minute I said police, I was like, oh, wait, no. Like, yeah. that, that's actually, from my perspective... I might view the police as like, oh, I feel safe when there there are police officers here, yeah. but I'm not a black man or a black woman in America yeah. right now, and 
it's a completely different story. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's not even right now. It's, uh, we were kind of talking about this, like, people think of slavery and they think of the South, but, like, in the North, police was, like, kind of, they, like, facilitated slavery in mm -hmm. their own way, you know? And it was obviously a little bit different, but, I mean, historically, black people, African-American people have never really trusted police. So it's, mm -hmm. you totally see how that can kind of go down from generation to generation and people continue to feel that way um, and to feel kind of unsafe and it's kind of like almost the less of both evils, you know, like which one yeah. is going to be worse than Is it better other. to have like police there or gangs there? And in the yeah. eyes, maybe in the eyes of someone who comes like from the black community, it's one and the same. Yeah. And it's just sad because we kind of see this perspective from the gang members where, you yeah. know, the the guy who was a former, I don't remember if he was a former blood or a former... I think he said he was a blood. Yeah, he was a former blood. He said, oh yeah, what about Philando Castile and what about all the other people yeah. who have been victims yeah. of police brutality and who have their lives taken away from them so unjustly? Yeah. And, you know... It, it was like this series of events that had been happening for so long where the Black yeah. Lives Matter movement finally came about saying like this is not okay and we finally have social media where we can speak up about this now but I can totally understand the perspective of let's not do this this is going to create more harm more danger than just having gang yeah. members do what they do yeah. like let's not have additional security because that can create a really unsafe hostile environment yeah so but then i mean even at the end it was great to see that he came to spencer's house and was like hey you know you like there should be spaces that are safe for especially the kids in our community i mean they were at a park and there was like guns pulled and there was like dozens of kids there you know so mm -hmm. i think that there are some people that I think what it takes is just people coming together and like really having those conversations and actually putting their pride aside and being like, okay, if there's a problem, like we actually need to fix this. And I think it's really hard for people to do that sometimes. And that's what I loved so much about the mom, uh, about Spencer's mom in this week's She's episode. She's amazing. She really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that she said, don't ever, like you scared me so much when you did that, but I am so proud of you. Yeah. And his response was, but I never got the signatures I needed. Mm -hmm. And she said, but you started a conversation and yeah. it was a very important conversation that we need to have in our community. Yeah. I was just like, okay, standing ovation. Yes. <laughs> Let me start the slow clap. Yeah. This is great because it's so true. And I think with Spencer and with a lot of us, we tend to be so results oriented where we think that if we don't have the result we want, that we're mm -hmm. a failure. And without, that's not it. Yeah, without realizing that it's not so black and white. You might not get the result you want, yeah. But it doesn't mean you haven't moved something in the direction you want it to go. And it's mm -hmm. not just about having things become a complete 180. It's about making progress in the direction that you want. Completely. And knowing that, you know, completely transformative change yeah. isn't always realistic. Yeah. So and it's not so black and white. And I know we kind of talked about this before, but the season started and they weren't really talking about as many controversial topics. And then we had the one episode where Spencer you know, was dealing with the police and his brother was like being reckless and he was like, what are you doing? I cannot believe mm -hmm. that you're talking to the police this way. And this has kind of been the first episode since then where we've seen another like topic that's really serious and that 
I don't know, it's like kind of fun to talk about and that it's a conversation that needs to be had with people outside of the TV show as well. So I completely agree with that. And it, like how great is it that this is so meta, but that this TV show will start a conversation about yeah. it too. The TV show conversation <laughs> will start a conversation our real life. Yeah. No, it's amazing. I think it's so great. Starting the conversation starts the conversation yeah. in the real world. And exactly. in the chat. In the, in chat, the chat too. What are you guys saying in the chat? Yeah. Someone's a cancer? <laughs> someone someone said being a cancer and I, I can't. Plays a part? Oh, yeah. Being a cancer plays a part. Yeah. I'm so excited that Wit L is a fellow astrology. I lover. know. I know. And, um, I love it. Oh. Spencer, once again, being the brains in this episode. Thank you, Taylor James, for yes. the shout out. And Spirit Hero talking about Layla. Put her in her place. Go, Layla. Love that. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yeah. No, that's all great. I love the chat. Um, yeah. No, thank you for being so active. It's pretty late right now, so we, we <laughs> yeah. love you sticking around with us, and continue to share your thoughts there in the chat. We love, like, having... It's You're part of the family. Yeah. You guys are part of the You're family. You're out with us right now. Um, and I also want to talk about Coop's involvement in gang life, because at this point, we are seeing... A radical shift in her safety. I am worried for Coop. Yeah. I'm always worried for Coop, but she, uh, I just feel like she's overcompensating and she's still trying to find herself, but th like what she's trying to do is so dangerous and it has a potential of not only hurting herself, but also the people around her. And I, I don't think she completely understands how dangerous the situation is that she's in. And that's mm -hmm. what really gives me my anxiety about the whole Coop situation. Do you think that her motives justify her behavior? Do you think that she has a goal that is big enough that makes it worth it for her to do everything that she's doing right now? Can you understand that? I mean, it's like, you'll get Spencer. Like, people didn't like his initial idea, so he kind of thought of something else. Like, she's kind of just being so rash and thinking there's one way to fix this and I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think her intentions are genuine but like this but the is... road to hell is paved with good intentions <laughs> and the only reason that quote or like you know that famous saying me. resonates with that. me. I'm like oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason it resonates is because there are so many unintended consequences for the yeah. things we do. So we might come at things with like the best of intentions, not realizing that it hurts someone. So it's almost like when someone said, you really hurt me when you said X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And someone goes, well, that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't mean it that way. And it's, it's like, like, well, you still did. Well, it still had that effect. I'm still crying, so thanks. <laughs> from this episode? or No, from that. Or from, just from that. Just from yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else do we need to talk about for this episode? I feel like we covered a lot of ground right now. We didn't really talk um, about... Um, the grandfather at all. Yeah. Yeah, we did not at what all. What did he need the cash for? I mean, there are so many red flags here. So many red Let's flags. Let's name the red flags. I mean, what did he need the cash for? The way he was talking to him when they were playing football. I know he's been kind of hard on him, but like it was a little too much. And it's just... I don't know. That whole relationship... And also the, the quote... Uh, when the grandfather tells Billy Baker, are you worried I'll tell him? I'm just like, how many more secrets? How many more secrets are there going to be in this episode? There's I just want to know what's There's happening. Too many. There's too many. So what, what do you think that means? Are you worried I'll tell him? I mean, I literally have no idea. I'm like, now I'm like, 
does the coach like does he have a history with drugs or like is he like was he selling drugs like why is he you know what i mean i wasn't even thinking that i was i mean tell us in the chat what do you think that the grandfather meant when he said to spencer's not spencer's dad oh my god i wasn't trying to reveal anything when he said to the grandfather are you or when the grandfather said (laughs) to billy baker i swear i'll get this right what do you think the grandfather meant when he said, are you worried? I'll tell him. Let us know in the chat right now, um, because I really can't think of what it could possibly be. Like, what would it be? Like, I'm like, like did he do like, drugs when he was in the NFL? Like, is there, like, I'm, I had so many things go through my head. Did the grandfather help him pass a drug test? Exactly. The way Billy Baker Literally. helped him pass. I, see, I wasn't thinking drugs. I was thinking, like... I'm thinking everything. I'm everything thinking is going through everything. my head. I think it has to do more with, like, who is Spencer? Yeah. And is he related to him at all? That's what I hope it is. And did Billy Baker affect Spencer's life negatively in the past by accepting yeah. the coaching position? I just, I have a lot of questions. A lot of questions and no answers right now, but hopefully... And y'all don't have any answers either, I see. And also my other question, yeah, I don't know why, no, none of you guys know right now, you know as much as we do, um, why do you think the grandfather wanted the money? Because we're assuming that it's drugs, but it could be anything. What if it's something positive? What if he... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm thinking of everything bad. What if he, what if he, like, wants to actually do something good with the money... And he started, like, some sort of fund. Or, like, what if it's, like, an Indiegogo campaign that he wants to donate to where it's something really important to him? Y'all, we, that's not like, what it is. You know what? Why, <laughs> like, like, no. how, like, why are we assuming the worst? Like, why the are music, we... The music they played. <laughs> the music they played was mischievous. It was it not. Was sinister music, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was... No. It was. He used to make something sketchy. And then he was like... Don't tell your dad, huh? But maybe he's like, I just wanted to get your dad a surprise birthday present. <laughs> your face is everything. I wish I could just zoom in on this. Right Someone make a gift of me. <laughs> um, no, yeah, that definitely was not it. He's up to something shady. Shady. I think so. We'll too. find out soon. I think so, but I don't want to believe it. I don't want to either, but like, let's be real. Um, now, the one thing that gives me the most anxiety and the most worry and the most fear is that we know now that Tyrone is using Coop to get to Spencer. And we don't know how he is because he doesn't know how he is, but Mm -hmm. he knows eventually he's going to be using Coop to get to Spencer. Do you think Coop will ever stab Spencer in the back or is their friendship too strong? It's like what you said, the road to... What was the quote you just said? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, I feel like... Coop is literally going to end up being unrecognizable. She is not going to be the person that she was at the beginning of the season. I mean, you... What's the saying? You walk like a... Walks like a snake, talks like a... Walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. (laughs) It's a duck. Like, she's, like, beating people up. She's getting beaten up. She's lying. She's probably going to start stealing soon. Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. They have her do. She's doing whatever they want. She thinks the ends justify the means. She thinks that... She's going to get caught up. There's going to be a point where, like, she's going to be like, I'm just way too deep into this. And she's already saying that. She's already saying it's too late. I'm already in. I don't know how to get out. I wish she would have listened. I remember we had, like, our first after show, and I was like, listen, she's going to get in too deep, and Spencer's not going to be able to help her. That's what's happening now. Predictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You predicted that. My predictions that. are coming true. You predicted that from a mile away. <laughs> um, 
what else is going on? The mom. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, I, Mrs. Baker. Mrs. Baker. Mrs. Baker. We know I'm bad with names. What about her? Because she hasn't cheated yet. She's doing something. What is she doing? And, like, why Surprise she... birthday present. <laughs> this what, girl, the surprise birthday present. That's what it is. And, like, whenever everyone was going to school, she was like, Spencer, hang back with me. That was weird. I also felt, I don't know why I felt a weird sexual undertone as I well. did, too. I don't know why, but then I was like, Mina, like, don't think that. That's weird. I thought it. Yeah. But I, just, I also I am, felt... like, waiting for her to cheat or something, so maybe yeah, that's Yeah, I think we're just, like, putting that out into the atmosphere. Maybe she's doing great things. Who knows? I don't know. And then she was like, I have some waters. And what else did she have for him? She was like, and some gloves. I was like, this is weird. I wonder, I wonder if she's going to be, like, the mom from Mean Girls. Like, I'm a cool mom. I'm I not get, a regular mom. I get that like, vibe. Yeah. I get that vibe. <laughs> Something's up. Something, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to assume the worst, but I don't want to be naive either. I mean, everyone's like, where is she at all times? Like, she wasn't at all in the last episode, and Mm -hmm. now she's, like, a huge... And now she's showing up to, like, his rally, but she didn't show up to, like, any... Like, where was she? I want the tea on her. Uh, anyone else that we haven't talked about at all? Oh, your boy Chris showed up. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I He's so cute. I, I, I like the him. quick cameo because I saw him and I was like, aw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very cute. I know. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. We did talk about a lot except for Patience. That's the only person I don't think we've talked about. I'm nervous for Patience, too. Yeah. Just like the same way I feel about Spencer just being tied to Coop. I'm like, what's going to happen? Coop's not working on her words of affirmation game either. I'm big on words of affirmation. Yeah, yeah same. So Patience was just like, <laughs> I'm a Leo, though. do you love me? You love me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it was just, yeah. It was I love when we guess people's signs. Everyone at home is like, we don't care about their signs. What <laughs> side do you think she is? Um, Patience? Yeah. Hmm. So, I feel like she's a Taurus because she doesn't I put up that. with her shit. I see that. But she's still extremely loving. Yeah. And she's strong. She's she very, is. very strong. I love it. That's our special yeah. segment. <laughs> that is our special segment. I love it. I love it. Um, but no, that is not our special segment, you guys. Our special segment for this week, once again, is MVP. So we're going to talk about who we think was the most valuable player for this week's episode. And do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. Okay, so (laughs) for this one, this is actually really, really difficult because there are so many people I'm proud of. I'm proud of Olivia for standing Kurt or for being a supportive friend. I'm proud of um, Layla for standing up for herself because we never see her stand up for herself ever. Obviously proud of Spencer because he's amazing in every way. Mm -hmm. But I would say the person I'm the most proud of Honestly, I'm going to give it up. I know this is a weird one, but I'm going to give it up to Jordan for this week's episode just because even though he did lie about hanging out with Ripley, he finally confessed to his dad that he was seeing his grandfather. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he showed a lot of vulnerability by talking to his dad and saying, how come you didn't push me? Because normally he just shuts down and walks away from his dad. Mm -hmm. This is the first time we see Jordan really talking to him and wanting to understand his father as opposed to automatically judge him and he asks him why didn't you push me and now we finally get insight into why why coach doesn't push Jordan the same way he pushes mm-hmm. Spencer or anyone else and it's because he's traumatized by the fact that 
his, his dad, dad only valued him once he was a successful NFL player and yeah. asked for $48,000. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It really is. I just yeah. want to know what he needs the money for. I really want to know if he's week. mismanaging his finances or, like, what is he getting with it? And where's we the grandma? Like, what happened to Coach's mom? Yeah. Is there resentment there? Like, did the dad do anything to the mom and mistreat? Like, I just have too many yeah. questions. I really do. Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm going to give my MVP to Layla. I just, she's so cute and to herself and just, like, has everything together. And I loved seeing her pop off at the end of the episode and to stand up for herself. Mm -hmm. Because it's not something that we have really seen. Like, she often is very shy about the way that she feels or doesn't completely express it. Mm -hmm. Um, So when she has those little moments where she, like, has a little fire to her, I love. Yeah. No, I I really like that, too. We never see that. It was very, like... I was like, because I was gonna say a bad word. In I there totally, or yeah. I mispredicted what would happen because I totally thought that the other mean girl was gonna be like, "Oh, you think Olivia's your friend? Well, guess what? She called you this behind your back, yeah, and she yeah, doesn't yeah. really like." I thought it would go down a different route, but it was such a cute little mini milestone. For and then, her. and they were like, "Let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> and like, did they want to walk up that amazing coffee shop? We always are like, we want to go there. The coffee shop looks so cool. I still feel like. You know, even though it's so cute that they're getting back together, like, their friendship is growing stronger, it still feels like an inauthentic friendship to me, because it doesn't feel fully complete. Because Olivia's in love with Spencer, I mean... And she's not honest about it. And Layla knows, How, but she's not honest about it. That's they're the they're both lying to themselves and to each other, mm-hmm. so... And Spencer is just acting like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to see, like... Like, in the chat, like, are we missing anything else? Hmm. I think... I'm, I think that's, like, everything. I don't know. I want to do predictions now. Let's get into them, then. I think we're going to figure out what's going on with, uh... What's the mom's name? The DEA. The DA. The D- what is DEA? <laughs> district Attorney. Yeah. Oh, wait. What's, is she the District Attorney? Not yet. Not yeah. yet. I think we're going to figure out exactly what is going on with her. We're going to find out if she's cheating. We're going to find out all the tea. I'm, I don't have any predictions for you because I just I just want to wait and lot. see what's going to come. Uh, but until then, thank you so much for tuning in with us and sticking, out, sticking it out with us in the live chat and sharing your opinions and your comments. We really love you guys. You're an extended part of our family. Um, and you make this so much fun for us, just chilling here on the couch. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah, where can everyone find you on social media? My name is Sierra Chanel. You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and YouTube at Sierra Chanel. And I am Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. You can also go to my website, MinaMakesMagic.com. And don't forget to follow Chris at the Chris Exclusive and Angelo at Angelo Garcia on social media. Thank you so much, everyone. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later.